Okay, we are in Sefer Yeshayahu, Perak Tes Zion, Pasuk Aleph, Shilchu Kar Mosheo Eretz Misela Mibara. And this is the second Perak dealing with um, Yeshayahu's Nebuah on the nation of Moab. And Nothing about Moab, as we can see, is uncomplicated. Even this is brought with a backstory, with a subplot. But basically, Moab is going to be an exception to the rule when it's not B'nai Yisrael that's going to destroy Moab. It's Ashur and Sancheira that will do it. He is just prophesying it before it happens. Let's just take a minute or two to go back on the, the strange, tortured, convoluted history of Moab and B'nai Israel. It goes back hundreds of years. You start with the fact that Moab and Ammon were the children of Lot, Avram's cousin. The story there, we recall, was after the uh, flood had subsided, the daughters of Lot worried that now there were just very few human beings to populate the world, seduced their father with wine, and an incestuous relationship had children. One had Moab, and Moab comes from the Ma'av, from the father. Ammon is for Ami, my people. And so they had special status that they were the children of Lot. The history of Lot and Avraham is fraught with goodwill and amicability and Akaras Hatov. So when B'nai Israel comes out of Egypt, they are told by the Kodesh Baruch Hu, you are not to cross through the territory of Moab. You are not to attack them. They have a Yerusha, an inheritance, which I gave them. This necessitates B'nai Israel making a long turnaround. The territory of Moab, which takes years. And to make matters worse, Moab does not reciprocate this amicability. Moab refuses to even sell them water, bread, uh, as they're passing by the borders and comes out to physically stop them if they have to from entering their territory. So what happens is that Moab gets into a battle with um, Edom, I'm sorry, Sichon, Melech, and Mori, the Emirates. Sichon captures the Moabite territory which now legitimatizes us, B'nai Israel, taking over Moab in the sense that now Ruvain, God, Chatzishevet, Menashe, those two and a half tribes, can dwell on the east bank of the Jordan in what was Moabite territory because it had been captured um, by the Emirates. It is no longer Moab. So you've observed the legitimacy of that command. Now, in addition, uh, we have the situation where they are taken over as a vassal state, Moab, by uh, Melech Yisrael, by Achav. We just flip for a second 
two malachim, because what has happened sets it up for the nevuah today. Um, what happens is after Achav dies, Mesha Melech Moab, Mesha the king of Moab, they were in the, because they had been conquered by B'nai Yisrael, they paid tribute, which was customary in those days. So as the Navi says, they paid Meah the Elef Karim, hundred thousand sheep, Meah Elef Elim, and a hundred thousand rams. By Yehidimos Achav, when Achav dies, by Yifshah Melech Moab Melech Yisrael, he decides, the king of Moab, He's not paying this tribute anymore. By Yetzeh HaMelech Yehoram, Yehoram was the king. It's an act of rebellion. By he goes out and he gathers all the tribes in Israel. Now by Yelech, by Yishlach Yoshaphat, he forms a coalition with Yoshaphat, king of Yehuda, a very rare coalition, to just specifically take down Moab. Um, and he enthusiastically agrees, and as we see in the end, uh, through the intervention of Elisha on the side of Melech Yehuda, they take over Moab. But so strange is that long relationship with Moab, it's the only nation, with the exception of Ammon as well, that cannot convert. Aldor Asiri, they can't come in for the, to the 10th generation. Uh, they're not allowed to be part, they're not allowed to intermarry. So you raise the question, Ruth, Ruth was a Moabite, she marries Boaz, she becomes the great-grandmother of the Davidic dynasty. We let that happen because, as the Gemara says, the decree includes is Moavi, applies to a male Moabite, not Moaviyah. So now, that brings us to, to the Nevoah that we're going to have now, a very strange Nevoah, because despite, it is strange, despite the absolute graphic description of the destruction that does occur to Moab, ultimately, and the horror of it all, the Malbin has a fascinating, I mean fascinating parish, and let me just read it to you. According to the Malbin, another Mephoshim, Yeshayahu is doing nothing less than, despite the horror of the Nevoah, is throwing Moab a life preserver, a way out of this. And we know in advance that the Moab can't take it. They, they're so arrogant and haughty, they will not follow the suggestion. So let me just read to you uh, the Malbin. Just read. What he's saying He's really telling him, you have no way out. You have no escape. Send an emissary to Jerusalem, to Melech Yehuda. Make a treaty with them that you can dwell in the land of Yehuda which is a very, it's a brilliant council because what could happen is we know that after Sancheirev will not be able to conquer Yerushalayim, therefore they will flee and you no longer will have Sancheirev to contend with. You now can go back to your lives, you'll save yourself. To go to Yerushalayim, 
He guarantees them the Navi. You will have compassion from you to do it. Accepts as the Malbin, I see Kimoel, the Gavaso, Enor, Rotsela, Shmuel, Atzmol, Vakesh, Hatzola. They will not just forego their haughtiness, their arrogance, their pride, and just lower themselves to say, We need you to help us. They will just not do it. And of course, they don't. Um, that if you do this, you will do it. Uh, you will at least save yourselves, and they know in advance they won't. So that's where we pick it up with Yeshayahu telling them an Eitzel that could save them, despite what he predicts is inevitable destruction. Pasukahov, Shilcha Kar Mishel Eretz Misela Midibraha. Instead of those sheep you're giving every year to Melech Yisrael, the tribute. Send it instead to Eretz Misela, from the last Sela, which is the city, principal city of Moab, Mibarak. Send it to the wilderness, El Har Beis Sion. Send it to Yerushalayim. You have, in effect, bet on the wrong horse, but it's not too late. Send it to Yerushalayim, continuing. The Hayaka Oak, no day, came Mishulak. Just if you don't, you will be like a bird plucked from its nest, wandering about aimlessly. Tienop and no Moab are known. The women of Moab, your wives, your daughters, will be racing to the bridges, the Mambros of the Arnon, which was the river surrounding the border of Moab, and you will be lost. You are going to be fugitives. Havi Eitza, I have a plan. This is Yeshayahu talking. Asi Pelila Shisi Khalil Selach Betoch Tzoharayim. What you do now is protect uh, Judea. Yehuda is in problematic trouble because of Sancheru. So what you should do is take Kanye. Listen to me, he says. Cover the Jewish refugees, the ones fleeing. Give them the shade of your, the protection. Uh, that will darken it in the afternoon to protect him. Don't reveal their hiding place. In other words, give your protection now to Yehuda. Cover their uh, tracks so that you can protect them against Sancheirev. And as we know, ultimately, Sancheirev is going to lose to Yerushalayim. Everybody profits by it. Your guru let the fugitives of Moab um, be amongst you, live among you, and be a hiding place. Now let the Yehuda, the people of Yerushalayim, shelter them, hide them. That um, what will happen is save them from the rulers, from their extortion, from their cruelty, and you will prosper. The land will not be uh, trampled. And now, this is about Chizkiah. Instead, you are going to have a malchus, 
There's going to be someone on the throne in peace and in justice, uh, in the tent of David, Shofei, judge, Vidore, seek out Mishpat, perfect justice, Umaher Tzedek, and promote Tzedek. So throw your lot in with Judea, with Yehoah, with Hizkiyahu, Yushalayim. Shamanu Gaon Moav, Gay Moav, we know the characteristics, the national characteristics of Moab, the arrogance, the haughtiness, the pride. Gavaso v'ga'on v'evraso lochin badav. And yet we know as well the haughtiness, the arrogance, and the anger. Notice <clears throat> he pairs the characteristics of anger with arrogance, which is what the Rambam does. It says those are the two worst. Lochin badav, it's a lie, it's hypocrisy. Lochin. Um, let <coughs> Moab is going to be wept over, is going to be mourned by Moab. It will all be mourning the wails of bereavement. From Ashishe, those cities of Moabite territory. That they are all going to be uh, destroyed. And so avoid it. Kishatmos Cheshbon Umlo, the fields of Cheshbon are going to be like Gloss Geffen. It was famous for its wine, its vineyard. Shikma Bali Goyim, Homushu Keho Ad Yazer. And this is just mentioned here. They are going to cut the wines from Givna uh, to Yazer, completely destroying. Uh, again, the produce, it's going to reach Yaza, and they wander in the desert, Moab. It's, um, it's um, produce spread out, it's people really, are spread out because they seem like they don't know what they're doing. Shuka, Yaza, Nogu, Tov, Midbar, they're wandering aimlessly in the desert. They are, they all there people are going to be scattered over the seas. Al Cain concludes Israel this part. Al Cain uh, again that theme that I cry for you. In other words, this brings me no joy. We mourn for Moab because again of that long standing relationship. Yazar Gefen Shikmar I cry out, I grieve for you because of the ending, your ending, which is inevitable, um, you are destined to fall your glory. There's going to be none of the reputable and you know, famous produce and wine coming from your fields. You will not be trampling wine. Hey, dog, he's peasy. Uh, I am destroyed. Hey, dog is a cry. It can mean two things. Hey, dog can mean that the uh, enemy cheering your destruction, or hey, dog could also mean the agricultural workers. It was their expression of great joy. Uh, hey, dog, that's where it comes from, that the produce is in, the harvest is in. There will be none of that. Cain, may I Lamoah, um, internally from Moab, my heart is like a broken kinar, a harp, yeah, a mu. The Kivro, the Kir, Chara, Shakiri, 
and it will be close. Karach is another city. He's giving you the different cities of Ruhain. I think we will finish that up tomorrow where we see Moab is a hopeless situation and we will turn our attention in the next parak to Ashur, 8.45 tomorrow.